0: Flashback to spring of 2003, my fifth and final year of college. Graduation day. Yes, I did it. Hey. Don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. Not even me. I mean I'm not like I would have done anything anyway, but it's like he didn't even realize what he did. And then I just I just looked at my shoe and just I just left. I didn't even get my I didn't even get my, my bacon jeans. This is episode four of the Hail Caesar Podcast. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about sneaker culture. You just heard my story about how my favorite pair of sneakers got ruined. We have a lot more in store for you today. Whether or not you're a sneaker head. I don't think that matters. I think you'll enjoy this episode. Um, um, yeah, I don't really know if I could pull yeah. off a pair of Air Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is really this is really cool, though, Elizabeth. I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your knowledge uh, about, about the sneaker culture and, and the sneaker game. Um, um, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay,
0: bye. Right. Bye-bye. this is the air jordan 3 black cement this might be the most important sneaker in history first released in 1988 this is the shoe that started nike marketing as we know it the true definition of a sneakerhead is a person who collects trades or admires sneakers as a hobby sneaker collecting is so big it even has its own day November fifth is national sneaker day I mean, that's not saying much these days, given there's a national day for everything. There's even a day where people celebrate not wearing shoes. A day without shoes on May 12th. At SneakerCon in New York City last year, the most expensive kicks were the Nike LeBron 9s, the Watch of Thrones. who were going for about $5,000 or so. The most expensive kicks overall in 2016 were the Marty McFly's. The majority of them were given away in a raffle, with the rest being auctioned off for charity by Nike. The resale value for these bad boys? About $28,000. That's more than the cost for each of the top five best-selling cars in the US. The Honda Civic, Toyota Corolla, Toyota Camry, Honda Accord, and the Chevrolet Cruze. Who drives a Chevrolet Cruze? According to Forbes, sneaker culture fuels a $1 billion secondary market. That's a swoosh load of cash, all savvily manipulated by Nike. So the next time I drive by my local footlocker and see a bunch of teenage kids waiting on a three block long line just to buy the latest Jordans, I'll restrain myself from mocking them or from thinking to myself, look at these fools, because those fools on that line, they might be purchasing something that's worth more than the car I'm driving.
1: It was a really fun experience. Mm -hmm. And um, as creators and and, uh, actors, it was fulfilling to be able to have something in our minds and then have a finished product, and actually mean something to us. Is this too much? Oh, you look great. Great? That's not helpful. That's not you helping me, okay? You need to be specific. No,
0: you need to stop being insecure. Whoa, man, dating today sounds like a whole lot of work, man. It all sounds pretty exhausting.
1: How do you keep yourself happy? Because happy, ha- well, not even happy, but balanced, because happiness isn't sustainable.
0: All right, but oh, for real, though, for mm-hmm. real. If
1: you, well, I guess it's not if you, but would you rather give the baby the money for...
0: Why you keep asking me this shit? Yeah. Why do you keep asking me this shit? Losing parents is really hard. Really, really hard. And I've seen some of my best friends go through it, and it, it pains me. It does, you know? So, I'm lucky. And I, or we take our parents for granted sometimes you know I definitely do so before we bring Susie on let me just give you a bit of background some stats about the dating industry the online dating industry is a 2.4 billion dollar industry if you want to cut yourself a piece of that pie go right ahead it's never been cheaper to start a dating site but like any other business it's never been more expensive to grow one so good luck I mean all you got to do is come up with some weird niche like the one I found uh mousemingle.com yeah mousemingle.com which is for disney lovers
1: a lot of people now are talking about this online dating fatigue because Mm. it feels like work right in the same way that even shopping for a pair of shoes you got to do like you know so much like you know swiping and looking and then comparing the prices and all this stuff Whereas meeting people in real life is actually kind of fun, right? Right.
0: it should be be fun. you know.
1: Get out there, like it's worth it, right? It's worth it to potentially find someone that sees the world the way you do and meeting a bunch of people that are like kind of, eh. It's like, but the, the, the potential like rewards are so worth it. So go out there, do it again, you know?
0: Have a happy Valentine's. Enjoy. Learn that. Wants and needs. Wow. I, I couldn't have said it better. That's right. I couldn't have said it better, man. And on that note, that's the end of the show. Thanks again for listening. If someone in your crib is singing along to the, to any of the Lady Gaga songs during the halftime show, out. <laughs> Get out. Wait, that guy's a double... You gotta go. You gotta go. You, gotta go. Uh, you know any lady gaga songs? Uh, to be honest, man. P- the, the poker face, poker, whatever. <laughs> what? Anything with poker. Anything with poker.
1: The poker face, like, oh, oh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. Come on, man. Poker face, whatever. <laughs> 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 get, get, get,
0: get,
1: get, get, poker face.
0: That's the, only, that's the only part I know. Poker. Poker Listen, face. Man. That's it. That's a talented lady. But if you singing along to her songs in my crib. Got to show you the door, man. Number one. Drum roll. Number one. This is the number one thing you should not hear at your Super Bowl party. Yo, sorry, dude. I just blew up your bathroom. <laughs> Get out. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. No, man. You can't do that, man. I used to DJ. I stopped. Why you stopped? Because it's not the same no more. Oh. Like I, I I party with Stan the man because <laughs> I party not only because he's my bro, but he's original to the craft. Like when I say that, I mean you got these lollipop DJs. They they they, they, they just Explain for the audience <coughs> what that means. Lollipop DJs. <clears throat> A lollipop DJ is someone that don't do nothing. He just calls himself a DJ and don't know how to control the crowd, don't know how to get the people moving, don't know how to say his name properly. Like, he's just, he's a lollipop DJ. We talked about this earlier, E. About baseball and whether or not it's too slow, MLB have have, they have been uh, discussing about different ways to speed up the game and you know how to attract more fans and they've thrown out some ridiculous ideas on how to speed up the game and I'm like just leave the game alone. Leave it. Messing up with American culture, history, everything. Messing up everything. Yeah, I mean it's 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 America's pastime. It's it's my favorite sport. Fan. It's 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 one of those things where you you grow up a baseball fan because someone that you lived with your dad your mom your mm-hmm. sister your uncle girlfriend boyfriend someone introduced you to the game at a young age mm-hmm. and you grow up loving the game for for what it is so now
1: yeah absolutely I'd say. My first advice is the hardest part is starting and I really believe this because think about like the first time you go for a run and maybe you've done no cardio in five years it's brutal it's it's killer right you feel your (laughs) lungs are burning you're kind of salivating in your mouth you're like this is why do I do this and it it, it sucks initially right
0: yes it does suck initially Um, this is me after doing some laps around the track on my first day of doing some cardio after a couple years of not doing much exercise. How was that? What? How was that?
1: How was well? We did good? You haven't finished yet.
0: What? Is my chest supposed to be burning?
1: Yes, and your legs, and your inner thighs, and your shin.
0: How am I doing so far?
1: Doing pretty good for a person that doesn't work out.
0: Well, that's the idea. Trying to get my fitness on. Get back into shape.
1: Sprint. Maximum speed. All right, here 15 we go. seconds. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people can empathize with that. And you know, some people, I have a lot of clients and students who had kids And their kids are now 10 years old and they come to me and they're like, I literally have not exercised since I had my baby. And now my kids are 10 and it's been 10 years since I've moved my body. (laughs) So I truly believe that the hardest part is starting. Um, But I also believe that it takes, you know, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit And I believe that if you can, I call it the hump, if you can get over that hump, if you can do it consistently for 21 days, and maybe, you know, it's just a little bit every day that you start to train yourself to crave fitness because... Really, I think the mental benefits are um, probably more obvious in the beginning. It's, it's an antidepressant, it really is. It has similar benefits to taking antidepressant medications. Um, you'll notice the energy first, you'll notice your mood changes, maybe you're less, you know, testy well, with your partner or your children. I better anxiety. handled uh, handle situations so better. So Dad told me that running exercise helps with that, and it has. Two. I want to be healthier um, and give a good example to my daughter I want her to be, to grow up to be a healthy human being. And three, what every, every girl wants, a great summer body, beginning
0: season baby. So you started working out, how long ago? How long uh, about been, like, really six, like? six, seven years ago and what let me, into the gym was a breakup, surprisingly. Ah, so this was kind of a... Therapy. Stress reliever, I guess. Yeah, it was, it was therapy. Um, and that's what pretty much, that's what it is for me, at least, you know. Especially with my line of work. This is uh, more therapeutic than anything else. You know, I come here and... And I'm far, far away from reality. You know, I'm just working out. I'm in the zone. I'm locked in front of it. And Pain in your muscles and aching, and just then go on and go on and go on. And this last two or three or four repetitions—that's what makes actually the muscle then grow. And that uh, the divides then one from a champion and one from not being a champion. If you can go through this pain period, you make it to be a champion. If you can't go through, forget it. And that's what most people lack—is like, this having the guts the guts to go in and just say, I go through and I don't care what happens. You know, it aches and if I fall down, I have, I have no fear of fainting in a gym because I know it's it, it could happen. I threw up many times while I was working out, but it doesn't matter.
1: And I think the other part of that is, you know, having a growth mindset or an entrepreneurial mindset, going out in the world and doing things for yourself, inventing
0: things. And that's one of the uh, things that, that stuck out to me, having that entrepreneurial mindset and setting your kids up for that kind of, uh, you know, uh, philosophy. And in school, they tell me with a a permission slip to bring in $2 so they can get a rose. So they start brainwashing us in kindergarten. That's what they started doing. And I remember me as a kid bringing some type of rose to school or something like that. I'm like, this is why Valentine's... It's making money, man Because They start this from young, man I mean, it's It's a money-making holiday That's for sure I mean, it's And public schools uh, They also exploit Every single kind of holiday You know, just I mean, I guess it's fun For the kids to understand What Valentine's Day is And, you know, I guess You bring it in two bucks It's not a big deal But, yeah, I understand What you're saying with it Just like Yeah, for, just, them, for them to be like All right, yeah Daddy, is Valentine's She told me this morning Daddy, is Valentine's Eve I said, what? <laughs> Valentine's, Valentine's Eve? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby But, Jesus Christ this school, man I tell you Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Hail Caesar podcast. Big big up, big up, my man Caesar.